KTUS AM 1060 Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix is home for the Dan Patrick Show. This program is paid for by Good Vibes Media. Coming to you from a wrong turn off Route 66. Somewhere in the Sonoran Desert, it's James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks. Good evening, Phoenix and friends. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? James at West, as always with me, Ryan Rooks. It is Monday, November 8th, 2021, and we are currently watching the Monday Night Football game. How are you doing today, sir? Yeah, 14-0 Steelers over the Bears. Um, we had one heck of a week again. Back-to-back crazy weeks. Uh, Raiders losing. The Bills losing to Jacksonville. Jaguars. Six to nine. How does what that... In- what in the hell happened? I, I don't know. Uh, the Cowboys losing to the Broncos. Um, I'm going to throw. Losing, I'm just, getting smoked. I'm going to throw this in there just because I like to spite you. But the Browns beating the Bengals forty-one to sixteen. Maybe OBJ wasn't a bad decision to uh, let go. Not saying that that is the cause or the answer. Um, Stats would back it up that it is. Uh, yeah, yes, absolutely. 100%. Six games without him, six games with him. The, the difference just against the Cincinnati he Bengals alone. He is a talent, but a drama. It just didn't work there. It just didn't work. And what they were saying is, is what makes it even crazier, ladies and gentlemen, is that they're still like they're good friends. That the problem was on the field, not off the field. Yeah, and they didn't let it actually get to that point. It seems like you know you, what I'm saying. So, you know what OBJ reminds me of? I don't know if you ever saw this hat, but it was when the whole Trump thing came out about make. America great yeah, yeah. again, and it was like make Kanye 2006 again. Oh, yes, again. I remember that, yeah. So you remember that? This is like make OBJ like 2017 again. Well, I guess he was running a lot of routes that were like OBJ routes. Like that's not the right route, and so when Baker would look at him, it's like, oh, he's not supposed to be there, and he would hesitate because he just wasn't used to that because he's, he's predicated on timing on where you're going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So either well, way, when he you looks have, fantastic. And it's going to be, and who knows, so we he's going to clear waivers. If nobody picks him up through waivers by tomorrow, I believe, at yep. 4 Eastern. Um, do you see him going to New England? No, he's going, to, he's going to Seattle. You really think so? He's going to Seattle. I, well. <laughs> Listen, after yesterday's I, he's, game, he's not going to San Francisco, which he oh, had mentioned no, as a part please, of on his list. Please do not list. No, his I do list, I want nothing unquote, to do was, was, was that. I, look. I think for Seattle, they need they need to do be all in, considering with the uh, the hole they're in right now in the division, which is what you said was going to yeah. happen. You said that Seattle would be the, in the last of the division. You just didn't think they'd be tied with you. I agree, and um, I had to eat crow this weekend. And let's let's get into this week. At least we'll, let's start off with the local news. Um, Cardinals beat the crud out of the Niners. We had a chance. Their defense absolutely showed up. We had two huge turnovers between Kittle and Ayuk trying to make that extra play. Garoppolo looked good. You can't take it away from Garoppolo. 326 yards, two touchdowns, looked good. But you're, not you, as far as Arizona, the Cardinals looked better. They were the better team. They were the better coached and more prepared team considering they did not have their number one receiver. What? Or their number, have or their number three, you could say. Who Maybe. doesn't turn around, but still, or they're starting QB. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy beats and you guys. James Conner, who hasn't done anything in three years since he did it, well, his rookie year with the yeah. with Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, and how we did not game plan for that, I don't understand. And Kyle Shanahan has some explaining to do. 
Colt McCoy is still under the, the concussion that he got from James Harrison in 2014. <laughs> okay, so the fact that I can't believe, and he was efficient. But Cole McCoy also made it a point that he did not make any calls different from what Kyler Murray would make. So the hand checks, the small little nuances. Oh, he's a professional. And he has respect from Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray actually looked up to him when he was playing at Texas and Kyler Murray was in, in high school Cole still. Cole was a stud at Texas. Yes. So there's that respect. Browns and really he, he game managed. He didn't overdo it. He didn't try and make sure that he's a starter. He made sure he won the game for the Cardinals. Have to give out respect as much as, as it was so painful to see happen. Um, You're not hey, Cardinals, per- they're, they're, they're good. And you guys are pretenders at this point in the season. And I think that Kyle Shanahan, at the end of the year, they're going to take a long look at this. He's not going to be gone. But I think if he doesn't show progress next season, I do think that John Lynch will unhitch his wagon and stay the GM and, and move on from Kyle Shanahan. I'm sorry. When you have so many other coaches like Matt Nagy that have better records than you do, like besides that one season where they went to the Super Bowl, which you can't take it away, they still did. And they were an overthrow away from winning it. Right? Yeah. So you can't, you can't take that away, but at the same time, I mean, it's not it a good just look. Hasn't worked. His game planning, his coaching, it just hasn't worked. And if you have to depend on Jimmy G, now granted, everybody depends on their starting quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But Jimmy G's not that. He's not Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? He's not. Oh, sorry. That was a great hit. Continue on. He's not Tom Brady, which, by the way, they did pick basically Jimmy G over Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, and. Tom Brady a lot of people Tom saying Brady they should have done the Mac Jones. Tom Brady doesn't overthrow that ball. Um, and it's it's frustrating because you have Kittle back. You have Ayuk. You have Debo Samuel. You have the Yak brothers coming back, and we still can't do it. Um, it was an awesome game, I, I have Big nothing to say. I got so much trash talk to me this week, uh, but there's not much I can say. I can't really defend it. Um, so let's get into to Thursday Night Football. So we have the Jets. Going into Indianapolis, mm-hmm. um, we all kind of assumed that the Colts would, would pull this off, um, and they did, 45-30. to 30. was kind of a up-and-down game, and then it looked like the Jets were going to maybe put some points up. They as soon 14. as Mike, Mike White Lightning was, was out, out of the game. And you were, you were done with it. it was over. And then when Johnson came in, but he still put up he three, the ball around. They, they, 317 yards and three touchdowns. You they had a chance at a backdoor cover. So what does that they tell you? They were in the red zone on a chance to backdoor cover this game. So with, with what we saw between White and now Johnson, they're putting up touchdowns and yards. It's kind of after the fact. Is it though, still, I know that still, we're still dealing with a, a, a rookie QB, but are you, gonna, you, you still going back to Wilson? For the rest of the season, well, depend. I mean, no, not yet, not yet, no, no. I'm waiting. First off, next week, Mike White will play. Okay. So I think he, they said he was fine after the game. It was like he almost just got it like a stinger. Yeah, it was some in the, the. He couldn't the feel his fingertips right? to yeah. grip it to throw with velocity that yeah. he wanted. Um, I played a same game parlay on that Thursday. See, usually Thursday, Sunday nights, Monday nights. You know, the one there's only the singular game. It's a good time to do a you know same game parlay. And let's just say that I was let down again. I ran a 10. <laughs> boy, it's been rough the last couple weeks. Uh, I ran a 10-leg, same-game parlay. Colts minus three-and-a-half check. Jonathan Taylor in the time touchdown. What? 200-plus yards. Carson Wentz passing. What? Carson Wentz, one-plus passing touchdown. What? Got it. Oh, that's Under 54-and-a-half. Uh, Denzel Mims. I, I took all of their receivers on the Jets to have their unders. I figured there was going to be a bad game. And it panned out because under that, Jameson Crowder's under, Michael Pittman Jr.'s under, 
Mo Alleycox over nine and a half catches, over nine and a half yards. So we got one left. He needs two catches. I need a Mo Alleycox to get two catches. And he over, he looked him off, and then he, he overthrew him on one play. That would have broke that. That would have paid a nice little chunk because it was plus 1,200. Did you just become Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad? I'm not putting together 11 Oh, well, he, he, he looked at him, but he was open. But no, he, he looked him off. Him. It was, I'm not, he overlooked I'm, him. He, no, no, he overthrew him. He looked him off on a pl- pass, what I was saying. It's okay. So either way, Thursday it's night okay. game was what it was. You know, Indianapolis Colts are still the second best team in the division because Tennessee, as we will talk about later, took care of business and put him right back in the mix for the top team in the AFC. Yeah. Uh, but So with that being said, and James, you bring up a really good point because we were talking about this before the show started. A lot of these over-unders and particular player, not games, mm-hmm. but yards, touchdowns, if you add those up and you just do a couple of small things like what you just talked about, mm-hmm. add up, and you can make you know small little bets that could actually pay off pretty decently. I mean, if I didn't think more like Cox couldn't have caught more than two balls, I mean, this thing hits. It's so fun. I mean, two catches. Two catches in a game where you're starting tight end. Two catches. No, we- Hey, didn't get two catches. It all depends on the scheme. My the brother, plan. shout out Seth, he basically did the same thing, but instead of the two catches, his was one catch, but it was over 25 yards, and his one catch was 28 yards, and Seth hit a, hit a nice little play. Hey. So very interesting. But, again, all the little things that you can do in these apps as far as bets are concerned where you can you know, mix and match multiple games, you can go into alternative uh, spreads, which, again, I keep forgetting to do. Go in and take alternative unders and overs. You can jack it up to like minus sixty-five. Yeah, you, you know, tease you do those it. Yeah, to about tease different... ten or twelve games. Yeah, you get a nice little parlay. All right, well, so... and, and even also doing through different sites. So MGM through you know DraftKings yeah, doing the different little... ones. Look at them differently because the, the, a lot of the times, if you pay attention, especially earlier in the week, they will adjust pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And if you're on it, I mean, it's not like. It's almost like you got to be like with crypto, right? You got to you got to be paying attention, and yeah. if you really want to make money, you got to be on it, on it at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, wait till three o'clock. Europe opens, and then everything gets dumped. Um, but anyways, back to football. So let's talk about your brownies um, going up against the Bengals. Um, this is interesting. So I do have a, a a stat that I did look up. I went out of my way to find this for you. Feel free. First time in fifty four years. Any team has done this. The Browns scored a 99-yard touchdown interception. They scored a 60-yard rushing, or excuse me, 60-yard passing, and then a 70-yard touchdown. That last was the 67 Chargers to, to do that. To put up, uh, have three touchdowns of 60 yards or more in the same game. Correct. So the 99-yard interception. And for Steve Smith Sr. and all the haters out there, Baker Mayfield is now the highest rated. He's a higher rated passer. Then Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr on the season. But he's bum. He's, he's trash. not the highest. I, he's higher than those but he's guys. he's higher than those That's guys. what I was saying. That's I corrected fair. myself. Okay. I corrected myself. Either way, either way, there's going to be some explaining to do on TV. It was nice to see all those guys eat their words. Rich Eisen went on a nine-minute diatribe of how the Baker haters need to go away now. It was very nice this morning. Because he was the only one that took him. He was the only one that took him. But I, don't, I would not go there yet. Let's Let's – Wait and see, because he has these glimpses of these games, and then we see the other side of it, too. So I am very happy for you. I, I will give you a, yeah. a little round of applause. Appreciate Same it. point. Let's see what happens next week. Against the Patriots what... in New England. Exactly. That's, that'd be good. Okay, in New England. Um, I really want to dig into this Broncos-Cowboys games, but 
We only have another minute before we go to break. So let's just get into the Texans-Dolphins because that was a dumpster fire. Dolphins ended up winning 17-9, which I think we both took Miami. Yeah, and how the fact that Tua wasn't the starter because he's injured, but he was the backup because they only had two quarterbacks on the roster. He's basically the emergency quarterback for Jacoby Brissett. That game, Tyrod Taylor looked like a guy who hasn't played football in five weeks. Yeah. And uh, that game was definitely nothing to write home about. Bottom which line, we said was going to be, but actually wasn't the dumpster fire of the week, which we will cover on oh the other goodness. end of this side. All right, so when we get back, we're going to go into the rest of the morning games, get in the afternoon. We'll give you an update on this Pittsburgh Steelers game. We'll talk to Aaron about this. He's behind the glass doing backflips over this right now because Najee Harris scored touchdown. All right, you listen to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks, KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, and us. See you on the other side. Listen to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp, 10 a.m. till noon on KDUS AM 1060, 100.7 HD2, KDUS1060.com. Welcome back to James Out West, featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thanks, as always, CJ, for that incredible intro and re-entry. Ooh, overthrown. All right, so before the break, we were talking about you know, the morning games, Thursday game, got into Cleveland a little bit. What? Um, but I want to talk about real quick, you know, because it was obviously a hot topic across the board. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers getting COVID. Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show and for 45 minutes describing in detail what went behind his decision. What did you not, think about that? I thought it was fantastic because I think it – I would implore anybody, and that's why I bring it up, is I would implore anybody, regardless of what side you're on, to go on and actually listen and or watch it on YouTube – because what is being reported on first fake and you know fake news sh- and shut up and all those other ones yep they only are playing to certain things and leaving out a lot of other things they're saying that he broke all the rules and he wasn't taking care of he wasn't in protocol no he wasn't protocol he's not thinking about his teammates actually he was he didn't lie to any of his teammates he didn't lie to the gm and the nfl knew they treated him as an unvaccinated player he had to go through all the protocols, had to be tested over 300 times, ate by himself, didn't go out of the hotels, did everything an unvaccinated player does. But what and, the media sees is that they're 18 to 20 feet away and he's not wearing a mask. And they have to, in order for a media member to go into the building and to be able to interview Aaron Rodgers, you have to be vaccinated and masked. And then now finding out that he's not, that's where the, the, the blow up is. Yeah, and it's a I but I agree with you. That's it's ridiculous that that's the that's the one thing they're gonna take. Well, you broke a rule, so you're making it that the rules don't apply to you. No. He just decided that after looking at the science in his mind and with the information he got from medical professionals, not just Joe Rogan, because that's what all the media wants to sit, break it out to is that well, with all the ability of, of the people that he could read out to, he reached out to a comedian podcaster. No, that's not the case. That's what they took it from. That's it. what they took from it because that's what's going to be an easy talking point, so that the uh, so that the other the news channels that don't dip into sports have talking points. And I do have to agree. You know how hard I am. I know Aaron Rodgers is a great football player, mm-hmm. hands down, going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, I've also been really hard on him, and I don't like the the person necessarily that he is. At the same point, I actually took the time and listened to this, and then read up on all of this. You should listen to this because this changed my mind. It really did. The points he makes, he's very calm. He talks like Aaron Rodgers does. It's kind of Every that Tuesday. slow, like, oh, mm-hmm. well, you know. Uh, 
but he makes great points. So if you haven't, just take the time to listen. Get educated. See what you think about it. Doesn't necessarily mean he's right. Doesn't necessarily mean he's wrong. Same thing with us. But it's it's worth the listen. I absolutely. absolutely. So it was it was it was interesting. I want to make sure we got that out there because there's a lot of false information going around uh, that's being pushed on the big morning media shows. That frankly, uh, I mean, they're flat out lies. So uh, all right, but yeah. so okay. Let's so on. let's let's get into it. So I, what, I really want to talk about this: um, the Broncos and Cowboys. We all kind of assumed that Dallas was just going to blow through this game. Um, Dak didn't look right. Maybe they, shouldn't have pl- maybe they shouldn't have played him. Overthrows. Um, they didn't score their first touchdown until the fourth quarter with two minutes and 24 seconds left. Um, and then they scored 16 points. So it's 30 to 16, but technically it was 30 to zero with two and a half minutes left. And that's rough. Um, another thing I do want to bring up is that this is one of the crazier plays I've seen in football. Uh, Denver goes to punt it. Oh, that's, I have this written down, too. Yeah. Uh, Dallas blocked the punt, mm-hmm. but it was past the line of scrimmage. When it got touched by a Dallas player. Correct. And then Denver recovered it. Making it a first down. Making it a first down. I mean, that doesn't... You, can you remember? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty I, I don't positive that, 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 that I've seen that, but I don't remember any teams. Like, that was crazy. And back on there... What was it? They're like 15 or 20? Oh, yeah. Dallas would have been going into score. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible to see. I mean, but those are the rules. It just doesn't happen that often where a block punt happens and it goes forward. Yeah, it was. You know, it's one of those things. That oblong ball does take funny bounces. Denver needed the win. They got the win. They're they're, Um, they're the worst 5-4 and team. They are by far the worst 5-4 and team. Yeah. They're by far the worst above 500 team. There's, There's below 500 teams right now that are better than Denver. Well, and I mean, now and I you're even talking Seattle about Seahawks, the Cowboys. I mean, no, they had a hiccup at home. It was a bad hiccup. But yeah. let's just say that's all it is. Look at their schedule. They can win yeah. another five games easy. Yes. They still have to play Philly. Philly's garbage. They still have to play Washington. Washington's garbage. They still have to play teams in their division. Their division's pretty weak. I wouldn't say garbage about either one of those teams, but I would say that they're not. Cowboys are the better team. But you sure. can you can speak. How yeah, you want I'll to. call them garbage. It's your radio show. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, all right. So Atlanta, I don't know if you saw this game. I caught the end of this game. Uh, give love to my son and the Ahwatukee Devils. We had a one heck of a weekend baseball tournament, um, but it was able to Falcon Saints. It was amazing. It went back and forth. Falcons looked like they had it. Then the Saints came back, scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. And then the Falcons just drove it down the field. Able to get the field goal, got the win, 27-25 over the Saints. Cordero Patterson, sneakily second act of a career as a running back. 126 yards. He has been unbelievable this year. We have, and, for, and for a guy who's been in the league for so long after being a first-round pick, play receiver, he's been everywhere. You know, they always use him in you know a little bit of wildcat here and there, but they're traditionally using him as a running back. At basically, he's a co-starter with Mike Davis. Yeah. Mike Davis. Mike Jones. Fantasy bust Mike Davis. Um, So, hey, they showed up. We both, I believe we both picked Atlanta um, to pull this off. So, it was was close. Uh, Well, we figured New Orleans was going to have let down after beating Tampa Bay and all the uh, angst that went into doing that. With the issues with QB, you know, coming off of that, you know. Yep. I mean, again, it is is Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon, yeah. So, 
Yeah, that is what it is, but that was an exciting game towards the end. Um, this game frustrated me. Uh, Raiders-Giants. We, I even said on the oh show that when you travel cross-country, and I know this is known, that I d- was worried of picking the Raiders, and I wanted to pick the Giants. Same point. I believed that they were going to huddle around everything with a deal with rugs from the car accident after they did with Gruden, and they won that next week. Um, but things just keep getting worse for the Raiders. Derek Carr made some of the most bonehead plays. Did you see him on the sidelines? Hold on. The interception pick six in the third quarter was an inexcusable throw. Yes. Then we go into the fourth quarter with under five minutes. He throws another INT. Mm-hmm. Then they get the ball back with like, and they're to like the 20-yard line. They're in the red zone. They can score and tie this ball game. And he holds on to the ball too long, dangling that out there, gets sacked, ball loose. He can't get to it. John, the G-men jump on it. Game over. Yeah, you could tell after that second interception, if you were to look at Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or let's even say Russell Wilson, they're on the sideline. They're looking at, at film, you know, on the iPads these oh, yeah, days and all yeah. that. Russell's you, definitely looking at You film. see Derek Carr, he's sitting there with his head down by himself, not like he looked defeated already. And then he still had to go out there. It was it was already over. Well, look, everybody um, does things differently. And imagine the the emotional leader that he is, the de facto face of the franchise that he is, and the fact that he puts it on himself, maybe more than others, on being the leader and taking on all that responsibility. And I think for him, when they sit down like that, yeah, you're right. They all look at their, you know, trying to get what's next. He might have been just trying to collect his thoughts, trying to get himself under under control and get because knowing that they had a chance to potentially come down and back and win that game. I agree, but I, I I know what you're saying. To, to where with what he it, that could have been it, but when you, I don't know. I feel like you can look at a man and you can see when you have a look and you're just your body language is just. Oh, blocked. I saw it on Big Old Mike McCarthy but, this yeah. weekend. You saw his face. But like for the Raiders, now they've lost their their two first round draft picks from 2020. Oh yeah, well, Arnett. You- so we lost rugs. So two totally different situations. Ruggs, from what we knew, was at least somewhat of a stand-up player, and everybody was surprised with the firearm. Um, he was at Top Golf. He wasn't at Top Golf, and then went home. He was at Top Golf, then went to a friend's house, and then was driving home. So it wasn't like it was a huge Vegas thing. Same point, Arnett, who has they've been hiding the, all of these car accidents and hit and runs and gun possessions he's been having. Now he shows up. Goes on social media showing guns, threatening to kill somebody, and gets released. So now the Raiders have lost their two first-round draft picks from 2020. That's Unbelievable. It's the Raiders. It's such a Raiders thing, too. I mean, it, it, shout out Bowers. I mean, this got to be tough to watch. And their schedule does not get easier. By any stretch, no. I mean, the Raiders' schedule does not get easier. They've got a lot of tough games. So, it's gonna be, like we talked about last year, what were they, 6-3? and three? And then yep. finish the season with six wins. Yep. I mean, we're about right back in that boat. And the interim head coach there, maybe his juice. I like this off. coach though. I like him too. I think it's it's going to be they're they're going to need to get right game, um, and it could come. You yeah, know, we're going to go th- look at see next, next week. Uh, I actually think they are. Oh my goodness, who do they play next week? Yeah, so the uh, they are going to be 
Where are they at? Uh, versus Sunday, Kansas City. Sunday Kansas City night. at Sunday night football at home. They better Kansas win City. that game. They are not going to win that game. Oh, my goodness. You don't think so? I don't know. I, honestly, with the way the NFL season is going, who the hell knows? I have no idea. This this week, I mean, the the season of underdogs, the things you don't think is going to happen. I look at my bets now. I look at them and go, okay, now do the exact <laughs> so, opposite. Right before I hit play, I should probably change this up. There was somebody who hit six underdogs, all the big wins, for 100 bucks and won $125,000. Well, we'll get into some more of those bad bets and people that won some crazy things over the weekend. The rest of the games as well. You'll listen to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060 AM. Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show. What? Rich Eisen, what? The Las Vegas Raiders, what? As well as the NAU girls basketball team. Good luck, ladies. See you on the other side. Welcome back to James Out West featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you, as always, CJ. All right, so before the break, we were obviously talking about some of these other games uh, that we have to finish up, but I wanted to touch upon this. So Monday nights, obviously, we're on. Tonight, there is no Manning cast. If you're watching uh, ESPN football, you're definitely listening to us because their their broadcasters are – uh, they leave a lot to be desired, but uh, something that was interesting <laughs> That's was very kind way to say. <laughs> something that was very interesting is the Madding Manning cast curse. This was brought up by Thad oh, yes. Brown. Yeah. Shout out Thad Brown Seven on Twitter. It's like the but, the Madden curse back in the day. Yeah. So check this out. So week one, there was Travis Kelsey was a guest. They lost week two. Guest in week one as well, Mister Unlimited, which we'll get into his ridiculousness. Um, lost week two. Shout out CJ. Um, Gronk, guest in week two, lost week three. Matt Stafford, guest in week three, lost week four. Tommy Brady, guest in week seven, lost lost week eight. Josh Allen was on, right? If Josh Allen loses to the Jaguars, they'll continue that curse from what happened. They lost nine to six. I wonder how Urban Meyer celebrated. He was already celebrating like two minutes before the game was over. I'm wondering how it actually went down after because that was a home game. He invited everybody over to his house without any cameras is what he did. Let's just put it that way. Um, but let's talk about this uh, Patriots-Panthers. Um, I thought with CMC coming back, Sam Darnold obviously went out, uh, has the shoulder injury. He's day-to-day. He's who exactly who we thought he was, who he was with the Jets. Let's everybody get off the Sam. I Three think that Sam Darnold train finally went away. And are the Patriots legitimate contenders right now? So – Contenders, I'm going to say no. Uh, playoff contenders, 100%. I don't think they have enough on the offensive side, firepower-wise, to keep up with the elite offensive scores in the AFC. So if but they, sign, they can muddy it up enough. If if OBJ clears waivers. He'll never go there. I don't see him. Gra- I actually, I'm willing to bet you on that. I mean, he could, but I don't think Look at so. what they do. Look at all of the people who go there. Usually the wide receivers are the ones that don't work out minus Randy Moss. Chad Chad Johnson didn't work out there. He wasn't there that long. Andrew Hawkins wasn't there that yeah, long. Brown. No, I mean I. There's a few of Antonio but, Brown. But if you're willing to put in the work and you're not a stubborn, well, son of a gun. Well, okay. Um, but no, hold right. on. But you bring talking on that game because I wanted to bring up the Mac Jones thing because I don't know if you saw it. People are saying that he had a dirty play during the game. He's he gets hit. No balls yeah. loose at the yes. fumble, right? Now there's it goes deeper because you see him grab his leg and twist him and take him down, and the guy gets hurt. By the way, that DN ends up hurting his ankle, and they were saying it was on purpose. Mac Jones came out and said he thought he had the ball; he was trying to make a tackle. 
when I watched it from the both angles I saw, it looked like he was trying to prevent him from going and getting the fumble, which I guess would technically be holding. Would that be holding? If you if there's a fumble on the ground and you're preventing a guy from getting it, is that holding? You know what I'm saying? Now, the guy that he did this to. No, because it's it's his foot. No, that's not holding. Okay, I'm just making sure because tri- is it tripping? No, but it's also it's a QB who doesn't train to tackle, and he's doing what he can to save a fumble That's and recover the ball. That's what I it saw. It was now. not a he was not trying to hurt this person. No, he that, was trying to make a football move, a football play. This needs to stop because you could say this on almost in every game when these cornerbacks come up high and smack these receivers in the head. And then it's like, no, I was going for the ball. I was now, trying to make a football play. Now, what if I told you that these guys have been playing against each other since high school and him and this DN have gotten into it before in the past? Would that change your mind on what you saw? No. Me neither. I'm just saying because that is because part in of the— Because in the moment, that's the last thing I would be thinking about. Yeah, I don't think After the play, I might have, like, slapped you on the button, just been like, I mean, it stinks that the guy, it stinks, well, the guy got hurt. It stinks that, yeah, absolutely. It's bad optics. You, but I don't think that he was absolutely trying. Well, look, they got a huge game no. in Week 10. You know, we want to say, okay, here will be a test next week against Cleveland at home, a game that they're favored by right now currently by two and a half. Yeah. So if you want to make the statement that they are a contender, it would start here. Let's see what happens. Because, yes, they've smacked the Jets around twice, but but at the same time, smacked the Jets around twice, and the Jets beat Tennessee. (laughs) What? The Jets beat beat a couple of teams, you know? So it's not like any given Sunday, I guess, what I'm getting at. I just want to see either one of the coaches from either Cleveland or New England just be like, they are who we thought they are. Which is (laughs) But we have a lot more games to get through. Um this is the dumpster fire that I was talking about earlier. The Bills versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars beat them 9-6. to six. Jacksonville won their second game over the Buffalo Bills, who we thought were probably contenders for the AFC. They were 14 point. 14 and a half point at the end of where, where we were making our picks, right? So they found out that if you put pressure on Josh Allen, because Stephon Diggs can't catch the ball to save his life, uh, their running game for the Bills is not there. Carlos Hyde isn't the answer. Singletary didn't. Like, it's they actually just went after Josh Allen, and they forced it on him. He threw two interceptions. Went 31 for 47 for 260. He's getting hassled all day all, long. Yes, he hated that. of Jacksonville. And... Maybe that's the rest Trev- of the Trevor Lawrence gets hurt, goes out of the game, comes back in, ends up and with a low ankle sprain day-to-day. We'll see what happens. It's a high ankle sprain, isn't it? So he's probably going to be out for a week or so. Um, for those who don't know, high ankle sprains are worse than lower ankle yeah. sprains. Um, so next game, Vikings at the Baltimore Ravens. Come on, Minnesota. Are you joking? We can't get we can't get a victory at home or on the road in Baltimore when the Baltimore gave you so many opportunities to win that game. So many opportunities to win that game. Do you know what Lamar Jackson did? Do you want me to sh- let me go ahead. Let, let me just spout Please. this off. He threw for 266 yards and three touchdowns. And he also ran it for 120 yards. And he ran for about 300 behind the line of scrimmage to get them too. He was all over. And came, made the comeback. To not only put it into overtime, but then to move the ball down the field and then trust in Justin Tucker to kick that field goal, which 
you should because he's probably the best kicker right now in the NFL. He's the second best kicker in NFL history. Oh, my gosh. Oh, history. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah, they did it. Got to give it up to Lamar. He's, all, that's all he does is he le- he keeps them in mediocre football games that they have no business winning, and then he pulls out the Superman cape, it's Batman because, cape, what? what else? Iron Man, what? All of them. And he makes plays. Going back to last season in Cleveland, he came out from – he had to use the restroom. Come back on 4th and 19 and make a play. And then he got the injured and then came back and made it's plays. It's, he's a stud. This is why he has an MVP on him. Man, um, man, and hold on real quick. We're watching this, this game go to halftime, and it has taken Ben Roethlisberger like 47 minutes to get across the field. He is so slow, Aaron. He is so slow. I'm afraid he's going to get hit by Roquan Smith in the third quarter, and he's going to lay there lifeless. So I hope not. I hope I hope for your sake not. But, man, it took him forever to get across the field. He rankity jankity. He looked like Red Fox. He... For sure, I will not disagree with you <laughs> that he's definitely old and slow, for sure. Well, how are you feeling so far with this game going into halftime being up 14-3? I feel great. The defense is doing an awesome job. They're really pressuring Justin Fields. I th- I think it's going to definitely keep going that way. Your offense does not look good, though. No. <laughs> but, hey, you're up, and that's what matters. You guys are going to make it interesting. Be You guys are what? Five, you guys are five and three? No, you're four and three right now, right? Four and three, I four think. Four and three. So this, you know, he finishes yeah, out and be five and three, second in the division behind Baltimore, which you guys, I believe, play Baltimore twice this year still? We play them. The Browns play them twice this year still, and they have to play the Bengals again. It's going to be very interesting how many players or how many um, games one's going to come down to in that division, as many as others, but the fact that they're playing so late in the year is going to make it very interesting down the stretch. The AFC is going to be interesting. Um, Speaking of Fox, did you guys see the Fox that ran out on the ASU field? He lives on the campus, apparently. He's there quite (laughs) often. Versus USC this weekend? That was hilarious. I thought that was kind of... Funny, and then took off, jumped up into the stands, and then took off straight up. I'm going to uh, to give me a hot dog. Now that we're on the topic of ASU football, shout out, they did get the victory against USC. But earlier in the week, uh, their sideline reporter, Jordan Simone, was relieved of his duties, we'll just say. He's no longer covering the team because he was critical of the team and their coaching in a respectful manner on a podcast uh, Shout Out the Devil podcast and uh, was relieved of his duties of being a sideline reporter. So that's how soft, the, I don't work for them, so I can say it. That's how soft the ASU football administration is, the fact that they got had somebody being critical of them, not tearing them down, being critical of them in a very respectful way, getting let go because they got their feelings hurt because he spoke the truth. Oh, that's ASU. That's 2021. Yep. All right. Sorry. All right, let's get into There's your ASU football update, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on. One more game real quick before we go into the break. So we had, oh, my gosh, I almost said San Diego. Um, the L.A. Chargers go into Philly. Uh, sneaky this good was game. Sneaky good a game. really sneaky good game. And the Chargers ended up pulling off by a field goal at the end there. Uh, we both, I think we both picked the Chargers. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, Chargers um, minus two and a half. They won by three. Let's yeah, go. so, hey. I will take it. Um, and then on the back end, let's get into, we already talked about the Cardinals Niners, but let's get into the Packers Chiefs, and then we'll talk about uh, the Sunday night game that was now, surprisingly did see, interesting. Did you see where, so Jordan Love obviously making his first start in NFL. Yep. Hasn't played when, in, what, three years? When players, when teams, so. Oh, you talking about they, the seats for yeah, the girlfriend and the yeah, mom? Yeah, so when a traveling team. They get their tickets from the home team, and then the, the team allocates them out. Yes. You know, how they're supposed to. 
So Jordan Love's mother, she got her tickets, you know, they're, they're divvied out. She was sitting in the very, very, very top of the Kansas City Chief Stadium. And I mean, if you haven't seen no the, seats Google behind this. This is, I actually heard that there's people who, who like write and like will take the knife to the, the brick wall in the back saying like Roger sucks or like certain players think being there, being in the opposite side. <laughs> How do you do that to? I mean, I don't, she said she was very nice. She said, you know, she was grateful that they gave her tickets, you know, to be able to see her. Uh, correct. Yes. And maybe that is a good thing because he did not look good. Now, granted, first start. In Kansas City. Kansas City, their fans are chomping at the bit to be like they were last year in the last couple of seasons. So it was loud. It was ruckus, you know. They were playing somewhat decent football. Um, It was just very interesting on the optics to see his mother sitting in the very, 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 very top, looking way, way down to see her son not play good football. Rodgers did it. (laughs) He made sure. (laughs) He made sure. That is so he funny. Made sure he made just, sure it was going to be that way. Yeah, he wanted he could, to make sure they made no sure that he was, he was COVID negative on Saturday so he can play on Sunday against the Seahawks, which Mr. Unlimited will be playing, which we'll get into next on the After the Break. You listen to KDUS 1060 Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show. Rich Eisen and us, James Out West. See ya. Welcome back to James Out West. Featuring Ryan Rooks on KDUS 1060. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, and all of our friends and family and uh, everybody on the East Coast over in Ireland and Korea and uh, Ohio and Florida and all those South Korea, let's put it that way. That's true. <laughs> Please, my, brother, true. my brother's an army medic in South Korea, not, not the North. But, yeah, no, yes, but hopefully he's not over there. But we do have the spread across the globe. So, so uh, if you're not aware, uh, Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson has not played football in three weeks. You wouldn't know. Now, if you just watched the before the game starts and then after the game, you would think that he played. But, in fact, he hasn't played in a couple weeks. He comes back this week. I mean, there was a stunning video display about 47 seconds long that got dropped today from Team 3. So did you wake up to this and, like, get motivated and just, like, start your day off all excited? I definitely wasn't motivated. It definitely made me laugh. Uh, The whole touching the glass with his fingers, you know, trying to, you know, make sure that that finger's right. He's acting. It was a little over the top. I'm not not going to take it away. (laughs) CJ, you cannot defend this man any longer off the field. On the field, sure. He's a great football player. But off the field, Mr. Unlimited stinks. And CJ, you can't defend it anymore. I'm and if just, yes, and if this was Baker Mayfield, I'd be making fun of. Him. I'd be saying six, sit your at no, home. I would stop it. Disagree it is ridiculous. With that. No, would, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. It's, okay. I feel bad for the twelves that they have to put up with this man. No, you. And don't. now they're about to get because if he was on your team, you would no. put up with it. And you would love it. No so way. Stop it. No way. Go okay. Hawks, baby. Go Hawks. Go Hawks, baby. Go Hawks. Oh. Stop it. Anyways, continuing on. Okay, so do we want to get into uh, this last game? Besides with what uh, is going on currently between the Steelers going into halftime, um, Tennessee Titans showed up and beat up on the Rams. Well, the Rams, I mean, uh, not the Rams. Matt Stafford put them in a bad spot early. I mean, they allowed 21 points in the second quarter going into halftime. Yeah, but their defense didn't allow that. It was 21-3. That. Yeah, but their defense didn't allow that. Matt Stafford threw a pick. Uh, their defense did allow that because pick. that's a... it. He threw a pick from his own end zone that the guy got down at the two yard line, and then he threw a pick six with the next play. The first time Matt Stafford's ever had back to back picks in his career. So 
you do have to give it up that Vaughn Miller coming over, it is he didn't practice the entire week. And it is play. going to be a different scheme when he has a full week of practice. He didn't play, so it doesn't it's matter. his first game. He didn't play. Vaughn Miller was inactive, did not play. Oh, he didn't play it down? I thought he, he played a couple play down. downs. No, he was inactive. Okay, so then my – okay. I, I, take it, I take it all back Sa- then. Saving you from you. Okay. Well, then the main point that I wanted to make on this, Adrian Peterson is back and scored a touchdown. Not yeah. saying he's back as the 100-plus yard – well, how many yards did he have? Uh, Twenty-one. All right, so he needed on ten carries. He needed eighty. He right. needs he needs eighty to pass. But it's his first game. No, I'm saying, but like he's going to get that eighty yards to get past. I forget who he's going to pass on the all-time list, but it's like way up there. But he's what number eleven now on the touchdown list? Yeah, which is incredible. 125, 126 touchdowns. One hundred twenty-five. It's incredible so, what he's been able to do. You know, they offered him Dancing the Stars, said, no, not yet. I just want to see what's going on. A couple other teams that offered him stuff. He never thought he'd be in Tennessee, but there he is. In Tennessee. So you want to hear something interesting? No. Adrian Peterson's first career rushing touchdown was September uh, 23rd of 2007. Now, starting in that game was Antone Winfield and Patrick Sertan. Oh, man. Both their boys play in the league now. Both of their boys now play in the league. (laughs) Isn't that hilarious? Their sons that – well, we've always known Adrian Peterson and his workouts – the way he plays, oh, yeah. but he's also been hindered by injuries these last few years. Sure. And when you get older, which he's even younger than us. But in football terms, but he's But in old. football terms, he's he's older. And in that position, he's, he's, he's real old. He's So it's incredible. Yes. And look at him physically, the way that he's built and everything, you know, taking care of himself. Like you looked at Frank Gore. Frank Gore played forever, but Frank Gore was uh, a car battery. 100%. You know what I mean? He was a <laughs> he was a generator, a diesel generator. He was short, stocky, just poof, but not yoked, not like a physical no. specimen, just a but just a, had a the body being, for yeah. a running back that could he take was a, a pounder, hit a grinder and did things and Adrian Peterson, hey, shout out to you cuz man, that that's amazing that you're still playing in the NFL. You come back and on your first game back after being out, you scored a touchdown. So and you put it up against the Los Angeles Rams, who people are saying are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying all people, but hey, I, I they're, was they're on that, definitely up there. I was there. on that wagon. I'm on that wagon a little bit of, of what I thought the Rams were turning into. I'm not going to let one game, one game uh, change that. I still think the Rams are going to be a formidable force in the playoffs. Now, this game's getting ready to come back from halftime. 9-13, 63 yards, touchdown, been sacked, one yard Minus one yard rushing for Big Ben, like we said, he can't move anymore. I, I mean, I just want to throw up on a look at this. All these towels being swung around in the air, which is the cleanest thing in Pittsburgh, by the way, are those towels. They treat those things better than their family. Am I right on that, Aaron? I would have to disagree with you on really? that. I think the terrible towel and the mini Pittsburgh families are, are awesome. <laughs> those towels are the worst. I mean, they just they give me nightmares. They give me nightmares. They I think really it's the best do. thing. Uh, if I was a, if I was a Pittsburgh fan, which obviously never going to happen, but if I was, I would get the gimmick on that. That's cool. Black and yellow. Black I just, and yellow. I just, it's just, it makes me sick. It's like, why? Um, because I don't like. Everybody has Steve. their slogans. Yeah, no, no, no. Of course they Everybody do. Everybody has sure. their thing. Listen, they do. Look, yeah. they got Brett Michaels You guys just them. constantly they lose got but Brett have Michaels fans listen, that stay listen, faithful. It's they got cool. Brett Michaels repping them, and we have Drew Carey. We, we, we're both losers at this point. Yeah, you. It's it, Brett Michaels hasn't been relevant in 35 years, and Drew Carey lost all the mojo when he went to the Price Is Right. 
He's slowly turning into Bob Barker. Have you seen his hair? I don't know where this show just turned to. I'm sorry. I'm visually displeased by what I'm seeing on the TV. Focus back on this. Let's stop. (laughs) You're you're getting like pulled, like magnetic pull towards this negativity and talking about the prices right all of a sudden. And Drew Carey. No, we're talking about football. Okay. So you had a couple of uh, interesting bets that you saw this weekend. Dude, so I want to know who puts $100 on Denver. Okay. So $101 parlay on a three, basically three things. To win $25,000. Minnesota plus five and a half in the over, that hit. Cleveland plus two and a half in the over, that hit. Atlanta plus five and a half in the over, that hit. And the Denver Broncos money line. $101 for $24,285.75. Wow. I mean, on $100, who in their right mind, shout out, uh, looks like Javelik Pick from IG with the win. That's incredible. That is incredible. I mean, to see that, just let you know, ladies and gentlemen, anything can happen on these bets at any given week. There's people that turn it, oh, my goodness, is that Ben Roethlisberger laying on the, or laying on the ground lifeless? Was that, uh, is he, did he yeah. get up? Yeah, I was roughing the passer. Okay, yeah, he sorry. got it. Okay, I just, I had to turn, oof, man. All right, so, yeah, there's been some crazy bets that we saw. You brought up one that you saw earlier. Um, yeah, that that was crazy. With I mean, it's just picking the... It really is right now. It's kind of the theme, which makes me want to think it's not going to continue. But a lot of these upsets, these well, crazy at, upsets. Look at week 10. If we've already taken a look at week 10, the games aren't fair. Buffalo's plus thir- or minus 13 at the Jets. What did they do last week to tell you that they're going to win by double digits? No. No. Uh, I, and Mike White's going to be back, which is crazy to say. Indy, a 10-point favorite at home Jets. against Jacksonville. I know Jacksonville's not good, and they're coming off a win, and they're probably not going to win back-to-back, but 10 points is a lot of points in the NFL. So do you think Green Bay is going to win at home against Seattle? As long as Aaron Rodgers plays, yes. So then do you think that the Niners even have a chance looking at what the the um, Rams just did going into Monday Night Football? No. No, I don't. Do you think we're going to just get smoked? I mean, yes, I do. Listen, this the only this hope I do have, like I keep saying, is that it's the stinking Rams where they do show up, but they don't typically show up twice. But, but that was that was that game. Yeah, the, they, the game they that you're asking about, they back. just had it. Yep. Now we'll see. I mean, even if you saw on the sideline when you saw Matt Stafford after that second pick and the one that ended up being a, a pick six, you saw him in in um, their head coach Sean McVay. Oh, you mean like game planning, like talking like Derek Carr didn't do yes, when he yes, just sat yes. there by himself? Okay. Yes, but it was interesting because it wasn't like he got upset with him. He was like, you know, almost like, what'd you see? Like, what'd you do? You know, like, how does, what could we do to change this? So it was like, it was a refreshing approach to see him not lose his grief because that's a big time. You know, it's Sunday Night Football. You know, it's in the limelight. You know, you got everybody there. You know, you got the, the sky cam. Every, everything's bigger in L.A. It was very interesting. Very interesting, to say the least. So, okay, let me ask you real quick. Let's go into, and we, we're about to be done, so let's finish this off. MVP, so far, we're halfway through the season. I have three that I would put in that, that ranking. Obviously, they're all QBs. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I'm curious because I want to know who you would pick. Uh, right now, and I know he won't get it because the NFL hates him, but it would be Aaron Rodgers because we just saw uh, Kyler Murray was on that MVP list, uh, didn't play, their team won. Uh, Baker's definitely not on that list, but their backup won. A lot of backups have won. We saw what happened in, in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is the most valuable player to any team in the league, minus Russell Wilson maybe. 
Uh, so I would say Matthew Stafford this week was a was a, a hiccup. Mm-hmm. Um, he's up there. Tom Brady, you have to put up there. Of course, um, those are one and two, and I believe in yards, passing yards for the mm-hmm. season. Um, I did not want to put in. I, I was thinking more so Lamar Jackson, but off the week that we saw that Jordan Love didn't do what he was supposed to necessarily. I mean, you can give it either way. It just made Aaron Rodgers that much more of an MVP. Yep, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this comes to the end of the journey for the evening. Thanks for listening in. Uh, We will be putting up the podcast uh, tomorrow. Obviously, this will go up. We'll have our show on Thursday morning. We'll go up. Check out james.west.com for more content, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. You're listening to KDUS 1060 AM Phoenix, home of the Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, us. Got anything else to add, Rooks? No, thanks, everybody. Have a fun week and love. Later. Ah.